this is by far the hardest thing that we've come up against. It doesn't matter that we have a game. This is our one downfall. Because you can have the perfect product. You can have... Welcome to another episode of the Nebulous Entertainment Podcast. Today, Eric and I are going to be talking about community, how important it is, how hard it is to build, and some steps you can do to start building yours. Whether this is for you know, a video game, like your brand, anything that you're building for yourself, even a personal brand, okay? You can use some of these tips that we are going to give you to start growing your community. So... Eric, how's your week been, first off? Not not too bad. Uh, pretty productive. The game design document is wrapping up for our next project, and I've been doing a lot of concept sketching, so that's fun. Yeah, no, it looks good. I'm excited for us to be able to share it as well. So along those lines, we're going to get into building the community right now. One of the biggest things that we plan to do with building our community is doing it through different IPs, doing it through character stories, doing it through world building. Um, Eric has a lot of potential with the characters that he's already imagined, right? So Eric, walk me through a little bit with some of the characters you've already built and some of like the voices you want to give them, some of the stories that you want to tell with them because you want to make them relatable, right, to people that are on the outside looking in so that they can relate to these characters and want to know their story and their journey. For sure. So uh, in our first game, Stormworth Tales, we introduced Asher and uh, all of the characters that are going to be, you know, in upcoming projects are going to all sort of focus around this Aurora Isles IP that we have, which is more of a, like, kind of for all ages sort of IP, you know, cartoony characters, sort of lighthearted stories. Um, But we still want to give the characters enough personality and charisma and like traits to have people kind of be able to attach to them. So, you know, one of the ways that we definitely want to do that uh, in upcoming projects is to dive more into learning how to tell stories with those characters so you know obviously our main path for that is through game development but for all of our ips like anything coming up it could be through comics stories short films animations games like whatever just ways to get uh the characters out there so that people can find you know maybe they find one they like in a different ip of ours maybe the aurora isles is too friendly for them and they want something a little darker or something you know more serious i think we'll have that so to me it's just about creating a wide cast of characters but having them fit into a world that then everybody can kind of attach to like i look back on uh things like banjo kazooie we've talked about this a lot before but the games that I grew up on, like the Banjo-Kazooie, Donkey Kong 64, Spyro, Ratchet & Clank, all of these really vibrant kind of kid-friendly characters, they stuck with me. And they're kind of what gave birth to this Aurora IP. So, you know, 
embracing that and creating my own IP and trying to create those similar characters, you know, you hope has a similar effect on people that are part of our community. So people that play our games or jump in with us in discord or whatever it may be. Um, to me, it's just all like creating things that are fun and then, right. you know, yeah, and everybody attaches. Yeah. Everybody attaches right. to things in different ways. So, Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. That, especially from like an entertainment perspective, you can do things a bunch of different ways, right? So like you were saying, there could be comics, there could be, you know, through obviously through social media, right? Through videos, just through how you represent the characters in terms of, you know, their voices and what they're trying to tell um, and their backstory. So like there are a bunch of different ways from an entertainment standpoint on how you can build a community. Um, so let's talk a little bit about social media. Because we've been posting on social media for, I was, it has to be like over three years now, Con- pretty consistently mm-hmm. with with Nebulos, the Nebulos accounts. Um, across the board, I think we have like 500 followers on Twitter, 500, a little over 500 on like Instagram. Uh, we don't have any, we don't have a TikTok yet. And let's see, Pinterest, we get a little bit over like a thousand views a month, each month. And this is through three years. Like, obviously, like, there's social media. Yeah, you, you have to have it if you want to grow a community. If you want to build, I, if you, I don't really know of any brands or companies that don't have social media, but they're continuing to expand to like, especially like different states, like outside their local area. If it's local, then you might not need it. Word of mouth might be good enough. But if you choose to expand, then you're gonna want social media to reach the broader audience. And like through this, you have to be patient. It is not, it's not easy. It's not easy because nowadays more than ever, when it comes to so, like posting on social media, what people want from you is a lot greater. The, the quality has to be greater. The content has to be greater. The amount of times that you post uh, like a day, the, you know, that has to be greater. Like people want to see you every second of the day in terms of like, you got to provide value right? You have to be consistent with your posting. Um, it does take a toll, especially on people that do this as a full-time job and people that don't do it as a full-time job, but they want to. Like for us, Eric, like we've been, like I said, we've been posting for three years. We post a few times a week. I would say we do stories. Uh, we have our normal posts, but like it's, it's never going to be enough from a posting standpoint. And then everybody's different, right? Because you, you see companies that do what we're doing, and some of them don't do well, some of them do do very well. Then you see people that have a reputation or they're some form of like, quote unquote, like famous, right, for their personal following. And it transitions well into the brand following. And maybe they have like four or five posts from a brand image, but it blows up like hundreds of thousands, millions of followers. And they've only done five posts in maybe like a year. And people just wait for them to post. So... From you know, from a brand standpoint, I would I would say that you have to be consistent with posting if you want to build your community on social media. From a personal standpoint, I think that yeah, you you need to be consistent with that as well. And it's because like a lot of people nowadays care more about the person behind the brand than they do the brand itself. And that's how the community is built. The community is built on a personal level first. And then it's transitioned into a business level. So like we kind of did it backwards, Eric, I would say is yeah, like we, sure. 
Right. Like we built the company first without the community. And this is by far the hardest thing that we've come up against. It doesn't matter that we have a game now. This is our one downfall because you can have the perfect product. You can have perfect entertainment, amazing quality. It does not matter if people can't find you. It does not matter if people can't relate to it. It doesn't matter if people can't get some form of education from it or some form of entertainment, right? Like you might provide all those things, but if people can't find you, if there's no community there, you will never grow. You will right. never grow. And that, you hit a really good point on uh, talking about, you know, the people want to see or, you know, the communities want to see people behind the scenes and, like, have a more personal face. Like, Nebulos as an entity is its own thing. But I think the fact that now we're doing these podcasts and, you know, going to slowly start to branch out and do more of, you know, the individual members of the community, I think it creates a stronger connection to Nebulos. Like, our Discord is awesome. It seems like a really tight knit group of people and it's slowly growing, you know, it's picking up steam. Um, but I think it was the fact that there is, there was a recognition from people in the community that there are people behind Nebulos. Cause we, we carry ourselves professionally, I think. So I think when people can see that there's just normal people who love games and love entertainment as much as we do and as much as they do, it creates another level of connection for them and helps them get personally invested into what we do. Right. Well, people nowadays tend to get more following from an unprofessional image than from a professional one, in my opinion. That's true. And it's because people, they want you to be unprofessional. They want you to cause issue. They want you to be an issue because it's entertaining to them. They want to keep up with your shenanigans. And social media is very taxing on your mental and your emotional state. I don't care how good you are at drawing. I don't care how good you are at providing a product. I don't care how funny you are. You could be the funniest person in the world, but you might get 300 views on social media and it might just destroy you. You might, you, you might be one of the greatest comedians of all time, but the world may never know because you never got that one shot on social media and then it just destroyed you mentally and emotionally and then you just gave up. And, and I think the same could be said honestly about if you do have something that does well, then there's a pressure that you put on yourself that everything else has to do that well. And you yeah. have to have that, you know, oh, I didn't get as many views or likes on this one as my other one. What am I doing? What's wrong? Whatever. I think there's... I think it's, like you said, I think it's detrimental in a lot of ways to it, emotional Very much health. so. It really is. Because people nowadays, they rely on the likes. Like, why, like this is one of the reasons why like YouTube is hiding the dislikes. They hid the dislikes, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, there's a few, like, you can hide them on Instagram now. I know that. Uh, I don't know what you can do on TikTok per se, but it destroys people. And it's, it's not good, but like you have to basically do it to continue to build like your community and your brand. However, let's, let's go back a little bit and let's talk about the views and the versus the likes. 
Views do not matter. Reach does not matter if there's no engagement. You could reach 300,000 people and get 300,000 plus views on a post. You can get 10 likes. You know, like it just, it doesn't matter. Or maybe you get 100 likes, 200 likes. Maybe that's more reasonable. Mm-hmm. That percentage is still garbage. You you don't have people actually engaging with, with your product, right? You have just, you have people seeing it, but why aren't they engaging with it, right? Is it not relatable? Is it not entertaining? Is it not educational? Is there no value? You have to ask yourself, does this provide value to my audience? Am I speaking to my audience whenever I make this post? And it's easier said than done. Trust me. Like that's from a net, from Nebulos standpoint, Eric, I would say like our fatal flaw is showing people who we are behind the brand. We're getting better with it. I will say that, but like nobody posts from, you know, like our standpoint (laughs) and it's like, I I, like, I'm, I'm trying to post and I'm like, dude, like this is so hard from, and I sit here, and I, I might act like I've got it all together, but I'm telling you, like, it just destroys me. It, you know, no matter how many times I post, no matter what story I do, or if I do a video, or if I do an image or a carousel, whatever I try to do, it's not enough. People are like, oh, you're using the wrong sounds. You're using the wrong hashtags. Okay, like that, that might be the, the, the issue. It might not be, you know, if it is, let's say that it is, for example. Maybe I'm not using the right hashtags. Maybe I'm not using the right sounds. The algorithms change so much. Like as soon as you think you've got it figured out, you don't. And it's unless it's like a full time job and a full thing to do. Like that's why we've we've always talked. Like who would we bring on first? One one of the like first people we'd bring on from a company standpoint, it would have to be marketing. Like like Eric, I know like you want people for animation and VFX and stuff. Like I would love somebody for marketing because. Yeah, like I might know business, but dude, I don't know my ass from my elbow when it comes to making sure we have the right sounds on TikTok. What right. I, I would love no, to, I get to do that, you know, and to have somebody that could do that because it is—it's so hard, and people don't understand. Like I give major credit to the people that can dissect the algorithms and they know what songs are going to blow up, and and they're very catchy with their their business talk. Like I get it, but it, I'm impressed by it. But like, holy shit, dude. That is our fatal flaw. And I, I was talking about this the other day. It's like Nebulos, obviously any company can fail. Nebulos can fail easily. And it's if nobody can find us, right? It doesn't matter how yeah, good our good. SEO is from like a website standpoint, but like from a social media standpoint, if people don't click with what we're doing, then Nebulos will fail. Right, no, that's no exactly it. That's totally, and, I mean... So like you can put out garbage and if by some miracle that garbage gets a bajillion views or, you know, has a strong reach, that's enough to carry it for a while. But if you don't get that traction, it it's tough. You, right. It's tough to get a momentum going to get your game or your characters or whatever it may be. It's tough to get them out there and start getting them backing because, you know nobody's seeing it who's gonna back it right and not only is it already mentally physically and emotionally draining to build a video game how much more taxing is it when you build it and nobody wants to play it oh my well, and it, god and it might not even be that they don't want to play it it might just be that they, they don't know it's it. out there yeah they don't yeah. know it's there mm-hmm. yeah it's the worst it is it's tough and all you can hope for is that by some you know 
weird miracle something catches and this game starts to get more downloads or you start to get you know people spreading the word about it but that's it's kind of a lottery in a way you just kind of it hope really to win. is you yeah. can take as many steps as you want but it's in the hands of your audience and that's at the end of the line like that is you can put it out there but then you know there is hopefully there is spread about it we talk about this there's a lot of talent within this company there's a lot of skill in what it can showcase but it is ridiculously difficult to get it out in front of people and you might and people that could watch this be like oh it's super easy you've never been given a greater platform to share your stuff on okay i agree with that however because it's so easy everybody does it which you just get lost in the crowd think about you're connected with people all over the world now it's no longer putting like an ad on the radio or in the newspaper you know and you're reaching like a local market because we we're probably one of the few video game studios in like Pittsburgh, right? So right. now you compete with people all over the world. So like, wow, it's easier to put your stuff out there. It's also more saturated and it becomes harder. So like to stand out and like, thank God with video games, man. And with like an entertainment company, you stand out through the work that you do. So like every entertainment company has a unique selling point, whether it's through their art, their mechanics, their stories, their styles, their IPs, their worlds, like, you stand out. It's not like selling clothes where you got to try to distinguish between this cotton shirt and this cotton shirt. You know, right. like it's it's a lot easier to do that from an entertainment yeah, standpoint. Yeah, but it's still hard. for sure. There's an edge, definitely, because it it's a creative medium. It's like movies or television shows or what you know, whatever you want to call it. Music. There is an identity to something that is not as. Uh, I'm not thinking of the correct word it's the identity the identity of our games and any studios games is not as mixable with other studios now you know there's a lot of shooters but you could pretty much say to any general purpose gamer who develops call of duty they'll be like oh activision right. who develops halo oh microsoft like and a 343 you know right. like there is while there's some similarities, what you're saying is so true where everything, when you see Master Chief, it's like, oh, that's Halo. There's nothing else. I mean, there's other things that look like it, like the Doom guy and all that kind of stuff. But like when you see Master Chief, you know Master Chief. Oh my God. Yeah. You can, you can tell Master Chief by the voice. You know, yeah. that's a special that's a special distinction. But this gets into my next point. It's like you need to clearly identify who you are and like what your you and your brand are about. Because to Eric's point, you need to have an identity. Because if you don't have an identity, like who are you? What are you trying to, to sell to people? What are you trying to get people to to build a community around if you don't even know? And this goes in part with like you need to also understand who your audience is. Who are you trying to you know, target, like, who are you speaking to? Like who, who are Eric and I speaking to right now with this video, with this, uh, this podcast and you know, YouTube and Spotify and everything you, know, you need to understand first, you and your team need to understand first and foremost, who you are as a company and who you are speaking to before you can even take that step towards building a community. Right. Because otherwise you would never understand what the community is that you're building. 
You know, like if Eric and I, some way, somehow, we started speaking to like jewelry makers, well, they, you know, that's not the community that we're trying, you know, we're trying to get more towards like the young indie devs, the startups and, and the people that are on this journey with us. Right. So like we speak, we talk about video games and our game and building a community from like this standpoint. Right. So it would attract people in the same general field. So you need to understand who you are and what your identity is for sure to build that uh, community. And, you know, along those lines, when you do this, involve your audience, involve your community. Right. So while you're speaking to them, like ask them questions, have call to actions. Right. You want to get them involved in polls and to Eric. Eric brought up the discord before. Right. So like our discord is a small group of people, but we're active in it. You know, we're engaging in it because, you know, this goes back to what I was talking about with, with the likes versus the views. I would rather have a discord of 20 to 50 people in which, you know, 20 to 40 of them were active all the time instead of 100,000 views and maybe 100 likes right. and, and three comments, right? Because at the end of the day, dude, views... In my opinion, views and reach don't mean shit if nobody is engaging with it. If, if it doesn't drive somebody to like, get, you know, for a call to action, like to follow you, to save your post, to send your post somewhere else, to share it, right? Um, views don't mean anything to me. Right. And, you know, it's more of like an algorithm thing, right? Because like people, they use views based off of like, if you look at TikTok, people, they use views and plays off of, you know, the, the sounds that you've used. Um, the amount of people that are watching through the post and the hashtags more likely, like what, what's your audience? Um, so, you know, I don't know. So, social media is, is confusing, but it, it's a good and it's a bad way to build a community. You just have to be patient with it. And maybe you'll be one of like the, the lucky ones. You can call it lucky or you can call it skill that blows up overnight and you do very well. Like I would say if you are trying to get discovered, TikTok is the best discovery platform. I, I stand by that right now when this video is made on February 15th, 2022. That's <laughs> yeah, a good so, thing to timestamp it because it changes so rapidly. It does. But right now, like TikTok is the discovery platform uh, for people. Most definitely. Now, is it good for building a solid community? You know, it is, but like, I still think Twitter has a, a strong community for people that really engage with your stuff. I think Instagram does, but yeah, t TikTok is very engaging with people nowadays because anybody can reach anybody. I, I feel in terms of like, you, you can see somebody and then they could blow up overnight, right? So like, there's a lot of discovery on that platform, which is good. Um, you know, it's definitely good to help people get discovered and, and be engaging and be entertaining and stand out. So uh, if we talk, if we go back to talking about the quantity versus the quality of like posting. While quality is important for sure. I mean, they're both important. Like you, you need to have an, an, enough quantity to keep the quality justified, right? So like you don't want to have 300 posts. It doesn't matter if you have 300 posts of anything on any platform, if your quality is just garbage and you know, people is not engaging it, then it becomes like spam at that point. Don't spam people, right? 
So like you can have 10 posts that are really good in quality and maybe you get a few people that are, are engaging with them more, they're following you. People feel as if you're not spamming them, but it also depends on the platform, right? Cause like TikTok, for example, TikTok, you're supposed to post more on it like a few times throughout the day. Um, more so than like maybe Instagram gets one, one, maybe two posts a day, uh, Facebook, a few a week, you know, so Twitter is a few a day. Um, which is just nuts to think about. It's it like, it is crazy. Dude, this is why it's been the hardest thing for us to do. You would think yeah. building a video game is the hardest thing to do. <laughs> Making content for social media is the hardest thing to do. Growing a community is it, it so here's the thing, dude. We've 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 learned so much. We've clearly learned so much to get to where we're at and, and to build where we're at. Who would have thought that this shit would be the hardest? I if you if we would go back and, and I would say, guys, the biggest hurdle that we're gonna face is building a community and getting people in here. You'd be like, Yeah, okay. You'd be like, let's try to figure out how we texture this thing first. You know, but we've gone yeah. through the, the building the game process. Right. And still like the community is hard thing. It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter if we have like a Patreon discord, like we have Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. We have obviously the podcast now, YouTube, right? We could have all of these things. Fantastic. You've got 10 platforms. Our podcast is on 13 or 15 different platforms. Amazing. People can find it. Right. But very rarely is somebody going to stumble upon it. You know, right. You have that's to, a huge, right. That's a you have to factor. find a way to drive them to it because there, there's no way somebody is going to open up like Apple podcast or Spotify podcast and search world of game dev and come across nebulous entertainment. You know, it's the same thing with the app store, right? If somebody doesn't see this, how are they going to go search Stormworth sales? Hell, you could search nebulous entertainment. Connor Smith released it on iOS. <laughs> It's not even under Nebulous Entertainment, you know? <laughs> so it's, it is so freaking difficult, man. It is so hard. And th this has just been like my biggest stress is trying to build this community. And you guys, you guys understand now, I think more than ever of like why I press this shit of like, we need to post, like I need you on your personal posting. I'm posting on my personal one. Connor, I, I don't even think Connor <laughs> understands what social media is. You know, no, nobody, nobody really posts like, so Eric, I would say you post the most, uh, besides me. And I'm but very you, you, infrequent. You are, but I would say that you do a good job on TikTok because you, you get high amounts of views. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know I, why I, I can't break I think, past 400 views. I, I don't I think the that. key, you know, the sort of the thing that I lucked into with the few TikToks I've made, like I know I need to get back into it, but um, basically I sort of found little things that I was able to do quickly. And I thought like you have hammered on a while is things that provide value. Like I started doing these art tips and it is literally like how to shade smooth and I use, instead of using a blender stump or a brush or whatever people use, I've started using makeup sponges because they're like, it's like the smoothest shading thing 
I've ever seen. So, right. you know, little things like that that I do in my day to day for TikTok seem to be useful. Well, so, and I try so, to squeeze in like character art and stuff like that every once in a while and see how it goes. Right. But, you know, that will Pe take time. People want education. They want education, entertainment, consistency, value. And when you post on TikTok, if you just throw a bunch of shit on the screen for like, you know, five to seven seconds and you just let it loop, if it loops and people are still trying to watch like and read all the text and, and tips that you've put on the screen, it'll continue to loop. And as it loops, your views go up. And as your views go up, the algorithm favors you more. Right. So like that's been the thing recently is like five to seven second clips of just putting shit on on the screen using a you know a nice sound and a nice song and then the video will loop for people here's some visual clutter go right exactly yeah exactly it, it, it's like a word jumble you know people will see it and it'll just continue to loop for them um they can pause it but a lot of them just let it let it ride out because it's entertaining and, and they just oh they missed it on this one well that means shit i missed it in this first second so now i gotta go back <laughs> and watch it again right but then that that one that one that was one good shit that what was supposed to be one view for your video has now turned somebody into like a three to five time viewer which bumps you up the algorithm right because you you've won it's like you're 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 stuck in a maze that's a good point and that's something i hadn't considered but like again i don't you know i don't really follow this as much as you do or as much as the people that really know these algorithm breakdowns i like, really wish that i knew them i don't even know them but that, yeah that, like that well, I tip mean, right there is, is something that that's like, huge it is it's huge yeah it will it change i don't know yeah right it, it might yeah change. what'll it be next week we'll we'll update you yeah i just i hate <laughs> i hate that though because like we like to post longer content right so like right. today you know i was posting the playthrough of like level one two because I'm playing through our game. Okay, that took me like a minute and 16 seconds to play through. And I was hauling ass. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I was... Yeah, you I played it how many moving. times now? Yeah, a, a lot. Well, yeah, so <laughs> yesterday I was playing it. I was on level 1-1, one, one, the first level of the game. First enemy killed me. And I was like, dude. I, I was like, <laughs> I, I was part of the enemy placement in building this thing. And... The first enemy killed me, and you know I've seen it a million times. But that's funny. Yeah, sorry yeah. to derail it here. <laughs> no, no, you're good. But yeah, so when you build a community, give it time. Identify who you are. Identify what it is that you're trying to get across to people. Understand your audience. You know, you need to involve your audience, involve your customers, get them engaged. The more people are engaged, the more attached they feel. Speaking of attachment, Eric, with the characters, you know, like you had talked about this earlier, like people want to relate to what you're doing in terms of like your games, if you're building characters, if you're building games, if you're building a product, people want to relate to it. Like when you build a product, for example, that makes lives easier, that makes somebody's life easier, um, that, you know, has once caused them some issue or some inefficiency at any point, like people are now attached to that product because it has helped their life for the better. Same thing with characters, you know, we've all gone through stuff. If you're building a character and you're building their story, like make it relatable to what people have gone through. And this gets into like, be you, be yourself. 
right? We've talked about how people want to connect with you, the person behind the camera, the person behind the game, the person behind the brand, the company. So when it comes to building characters and everything, like sprinkle in pieces of you in there. Because if you're going to be fake, people will know that you're fake and you won't be able to keep the sincerity up as you continue to develop your brand. So why would a community get involved around somebody who's fake? You need to be yourself. You know, don't spam people. That'd be my last post. While quality <laughs> and quantity is both, they're both important in their own way when it comes to posting on social media or sending emails or sending text messages uh, for your business, there is a point where people start to think of it as spam and it does get annoying. It does get very annoying. Um, so definitely you need to have a fine line with what you would consider good quantity and good quality. So Eric, did you have anything else that you would like to add in terms of building a community? No, I think we hit, you know, a pretty wide array of subjects and, uh, I actually, as cheesy as this is, um, our, we've talked about them a few times. Our discord community has been really awesome. Um, they were one, some of the ones that called out some of the bugs that came up uh they are involved with our you know game club that we've got going on so that kind of involvement and investment into us has been awesome like we are super appreciative for that kind of support so Forever that's the kind always, of thing man. yeah it's the thing we you want to go for is just have people that are supporting you genuinely. Yep. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> Get that genuine love. But yeah, that, you know, our Discord has been awesome and it's going to continue to be awesome. That's like Eric said, we do the internal testing there. And well, Patreon is going to do some internal testing too for betas now. Mm -hmm. But. All right, well, we can wrap it up there. Everybody, thank you for taking the time to listen. We hope that you found a lot of value and entertainment in this episode about building a community and how hard it is. Trust me, we're still trying to figure it out, but that doesn't mean that we don't know how to get there. Um, it just takes some time. So if you'd like to support us and dive deeper into game development, you can do so by visiting our Patreon and helping us out there as a company. You can also follow us on social media at nebulos underscore ENT for all of the latest development. And above all, remember that there is a story in all of us, but it's up to you to choose how you raise.